0: Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights Podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine, to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen, and now in my own business specializing in the caravan industry. This is part two of a special podcast episode on the Sahara Challenge and I'm sitting here with someone who joined us in Marrakech has joined us for the second part, really. I suppose, all, been all the way to the desert and back to we're currently in a place called Wazazat. It's Peter Vaughan. Peter Vaughan, would you like to just briefly tell us who, who you are. I'm the
1: editor of What Motorhome Magazine and the road test editor for MMM and Campervan Magazine. Britain. How many years have you been testing motorhomes? I've. Well, I've been writing about motorhomes yeah. since I was 14. Really? I've been testing motorhomes since I was 17 which this year will be, will be 40 years. Wow,
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's a separate episode in itself, I think. So you, I know that you hadn't been to Morocco before, so tell me your sort of first impressions
1: of your week here. I think the first impression was just how different it is. You really do feel that you've come to a completely different world, a completely different landscape, a different culture. I suppose the nearest place i've been to anywhere like it was jordan but that was just a a flight and a package trip it wasn't a a motorhome tour (laughs) the other thing is just how easy it is yes you know i i I was quite nervous i'm 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 a very confident driver i was quite nervous about what the traveling would be like whether the roads would be awful whether the driving would be would would make you sort of anxious Mm. but it doesn't you know yes there's a few bit of wild driving but i think it's it's very very easy and most of the roads are really good that's the thing that's impressed me the most the condition of yeah. the roads yeah. far better than most of the uk yeah. actually and there's not a lot of traffic i mean <laughs> no. i've driven in sicily yeah where they have lots of mad drivers but there's yeah. so many more of them here that when, once you're out of the towns, there's, yeah. there's so little traffic. You're just sailing along at sort of cruising speed. And- yeah, it was a bit bonkers in Marrakesh because of the volume yeah. of mopeds and stuff. Yeah. But if you, as long as you kept...
0: I found, as long as you kept your cool, we, yeah. we were all right, really. Yeah. And then once out of there, it, they've been... They don't indicate much or anything, but that's, no, no, that's and- not unusual outside the... <laughs> No, and lots said, of don't have brake lights and, <laughs> or, or apparently functioning indicators. <laughs> no, no. You, you don't want to be in the indicator light business out here at all. You wouldn't give everyone at all. But I do agree that it has been the traveling. I mean, I've come all the way from, from the UK and yeah. from the top of Morocco. But I do think the traveling and the driving in particular has been a lot easier than I thought yeah, as well, yeah, because of the condition of the roads and then the volume of traffic you say it has been... Well, we've been relying on app I suppose, but there aren't a lot of roads. You can't really make too many wrong turns anyway. What about motorhomes
1: and, the, and campsites? Tell me your views on the campsites. The campsites are a bit rusty. Not really, not like you'd get with a club site in the UK, but yeah. in a motorhome, if you've got your own shower and toilet, it doesn't really matter. You just need someone mm. to park. And if there's hookup, that's a bonus if there's wi-fi that's a double bonus but, and we've done quite well with wi-fi with hookup so far yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, apart from when we were actually in the desert when that you wouldn't seen. expect <laughs> that anything at all and <laughs> i mean, we've done we've done well
0: yeah yeah to say. so the campsite in marrakesh was quite was really smart actually. Was
1: that was quite plush with yeah. the swimming pool and that was the separate thing. pictures and everything but yeah. here we've got more space between the vans than you'd have on an air or a a german Stellplatz. so this is like a c- enclosed compound a kind yeah. of carpet. it's a
0: bit air like i suppose yeah, isn't yeah. it yeah you know? yeah but with a bit more space and and i surprised surprised how many motorhomes there are here traveling
1: not particularly um i suppose you know the french and germans are quite adventurous in where they'll go mm. um yeah, so I'm not particularly surprised.
0: Well, I think the council has been quite busy. That's what yeah, surprised me. Yeah. I knew that they do get a lot of French and Germans and wherever else over here. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, they've been sort of, uh, yeah, quite full. But about.
1: I think if if you're going to go to southern Spain, mm-hmm. as, as lots of Brits do, mm-hmm. I understand the ferry crossing wasn't terribly expensive and it isn't very long. Yeah, 90 minutes. And once you're here, yeah. the cost of living's cheaper, the cost of diesel's cheaper. Pound a, pound a litre. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah things are ridiculously cheap I can't, I'm not sure how much we're paying here and I've got a feeling it's around 100 dirhams which is like 8 pounds or something I think and we'll find out when, when we pay in the morning the only, the, the only downside I think is that not many places take cards in fact make sure we've had a lot of cash for yeah. particularly fuel and eating yeah. out particularly outside of Marrakesh we've found a few fuel stations that have taken cards but yeah not, not as long money. as you know that yeah right. and there are cash points yeah. around so we just have to take all that out cool and you're testing this motorhome that was sat in yeah. the new Beniadamo 74 seven, 75, 75. Four, ten. thank you <laughs> what a great opportunity to review it you must have some
1: cracking pictures yeah i mean i've never photographed a motorhome before where the only thing you can see around it is blue sky and sand yeah 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 saying staying
0: in the sahara desert was pretty special I would say. and when will this be review be in print it
1: will be oh or online, or on... it will be very, very soon. It will be in the next issue, so it'll be out on out in MMM. It'll be online on out and about live, and it'll be on YouTube with the the video as well. Cool. So, would you come to Morocco again? Definitely.
0: Yeah, I would as well. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Certainly, I mean March, is where there's been. Well, we've been up to, I know, 32-odd 30, in the desert. That was pretty intense. But today, I think it went up to about 28, 29. I mean, it was yeah. pretty warm in southern Spain when we were there, which is nice. But, yeah, definitely a great... I certainly wouldn't want to come in July and August when it's 50. Oh. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> no. no, but isn't it nice to go
1: somewhere and escape British wet? Oh, yeah. somewhere warm. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed the weather. Cool.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much for the, for the catch-up. <laughs> Have a good flight back to the UK tomorrow, and we'll keep posting on our, the rest of our return journey from here. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> so now catching up again with nick flemas i think the last time we catch up, caught up rather we were waiting for the ferry from spain to morocco so nick tell me your impressions of morocco
2: oh it's just fascinating to be in africa and to be into a, a, a different continent really and what are my impressions the variety of the landscapes you know you've got the beaches and that I was very impressed by the kind of, I don't know, refinement of Royal Rabat with the boulevards and the Royal Palace there and very impressive setting for, for the monuments. And then, you know, the major St. Marrakesh and, uh, and Casablanca are quite an assault on the senses really. <laughs> yes, and, yes. And then... The, the road quality in general, yes. the auto routes and the main A roads are excellent. Mm, better than the UK in, in a lot of cases. Perhaps in lots of ways yeah. they are, yeah. yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean driver behavior and the sort of general busyness of the of the towns doesn't make them quite, you know, you do have to be aware of what you're doing, yeah. but yeah. So I think making progress is quite easy mm-hmm. in that sense. The cuisine has been excellent. We've had a great variety of really fresh vegetables and interesting dishes. So that's all been fun. Um, and the landscapes today at the Dada's Gorge, for example, just, mm. uh, you know, was- a spectacular place to it drive <clears throat> yeah so but well, what about the desert oh, well, two nights in the desert well yeah the second night in the desert I actually camped out outdoors in fact close by to you yes. so we could see the stars it was and, amazing and that was quite a special thing to You yeah, do. yeah. No, that was unforgettable actually really really good yeah and, uh, and uh, obviously we did I, I clocked it on the the, the the milometer odometer and it was exactly 8 kilometers of off-roading into the desert that we did from the tarmac so that was you know generally very easy to do as well. Yeah. Some some knobbly, bub- bumpy bits over riverbeds and so on. But other than that, quite easy to do. And the other thing for me is, you know, this is doable with a UK spec leisure vehicle. Mm-hmm. You can do this. Yeah. And that's not to say you don't need to be careful. You don't need to plan properly mm-hmm. and you don't need to have your wits about you and you need to be a confident and capable driver. Mm-hmm. But but you can do it. Mm-hmm. It is perfectly possible. I-,
0: I would say that it has been easier than I thought it was going to be mm. in but- general. But you do need mm. the planning.
2: Uh, I suppose yeah. now with the internet and plenty of other, you know, resources, it it does make it easier I think, to do it, doesn't mm. it? And what about the campsites? Well, campsites, I think they vary dramatically. Yes, mostly they're a great stopover. They're going to be pretty much gravel and hard standing. They will have showers. They will have, you know, ability to top up water and change waste. I think it's a matter of preference as to whether you consider the the you know the sanitary facilities are you know, up, up to something you would be comfortable with, or you, whether you want to rely on your own your own onboard facilities. A mm. couple of notable exceptions though, yeah. you know, the one at Ocean Blue, which yes. was on the- just north of Casablanca. That's right. That was, mm. you know, a, a, a nice, nice site and busy. Mm. And also the site in Morocco- Marrakesh, to mean? Sorry, yeah. yes. Yeah. I always get it so confused. <laughs> yes, the site in Marrakesh <laughs> was, was a, a European standard site. That, that was beautiful, though, yeah. with the swimming pool and everything. It yeah. was. So that, and, 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 but I would say also the sites are busy. You know there are people mm. from you know lots of Austrians, people from the Netherlands, Germans, Swiss, French, some Italians too. I be oh. some Swiss. Yeah, well, not many UK though. No, a handful of UK. Yeah, people. yeah. And also motorhomes. I think I yes. must say I've been yeah. here. I've been on this trip. You know since we are since we arrived in Africa, and I've not seen another trailer caravan. No. So, no. which is kind of interesting, but it does, doesn't mean to say you can't do it with a truck. we've care. really it proved can. it. we proved can. it. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the distances, I think for many people obviously mean that some prefer a motor. So yeah, but I, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think timing wise, I think it's interesting to choose your time, isn't it, for the weather? because earlier than than march when we've done this it may be a bit colder and the pass passes through the atlas mountains yes, maybe I think that could be a problem maybe it, be a problem can have snow yeah and then yes. a bit later it's, it's certainly if you're going all the other way south to the, i mean to the sahara you know we were at 35 degrees anyway and that was mid-march yeah. so yeah uh, they do not come in july and august no, i think no. is the definite message <laughs> and that's right but you can drive within sort of 20 miles
0: of the algerian border it's just quite a thought, isn't it? It is quite a thought. Yeah. You can get a long way. So do you think it's all been, I don't know what you were expecting it to be like, but has it exceeded your expectations in in, the, in a good way? Yeah, I think it has because I think the country is fascinating. It's very
2: interesting. The experiences are, are quite new, I think, for for people and certainly for me. And But it also proves that us Brits, if we're plucky enough, we can
0: get there. Which is what the trip's all about. Which is what it was designed <laughs> to be, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, brilliant. We'll have a good safe flight back to the UK tomorrow. We will carry on and share the rest of the journey as we go. Yes, and I shall be following you for the next week to see yeah. how it all finishes. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank it you. Is. Thanks, John. So we're now on the ferry. We've said goodbye to Morocco. We're heading back to Spain. I thought this was a good opportunity to catch up with two other people on the trip, none other than Lee Davy and Nigel Hudson both veterans of pre- the previous Bailey adventure to the Arctic. Lee and Nigel were both on the first Bailey adventure that, that we did together which was up to the across the Arctic Circle into northern Finland in March. So I forget how many years later but almost exactly the same period of time we're now in Morocco. I can't think of a much more of a contrast and camping in the Arctic within the Arctic Circle and camping in the Sahara Desert so what, what were your thoughts I mean, apart from the temperature, that's an obvious one. Yeah, I, I think through Finland,
3: we felt as though we were on our own for for huge portions of the trip. But here in Morocco, especially as we down the coast, Casablanca, Morocco, you're very uh, America, sorry, you're very much in the thick of it. I mean, some of the guides said don't drive in, in the cities; so it's not necessarily advisable. Uh, so, of course, we had to do that to get some photos. <coughs> and, and yeah, I don't think there could be a further contrast from centre of Casablanca to so sort of the wilds of
0: Finland. Ah, that's what I thought too. And um, what about your experience of Morocco to I when mean, Lee's done the whole the whole trip, Nigel, you joined us just south of Marrakesh, what, what, what are your impressions of Morocco? It's certainly not what I initially
4: expected, just expected it to be pretty much desert and southeast, but certainly in the north it's very green Yeah, and lush and the scenery is absolutely spectacular from the dunes of the desert all the way back to catching the ferry it, it seemed every corner you went out there
0: was a fantastic vista mm. yeah the scenery has definitely surprised me as well i wasn't yes. expecting it to be green in the north at all i know we're here in spring which probably helps but yeah really? Okay. yeah i
3: think it's very much country contrasts mm. um as Nigel said, you know, you still get to the point where you you to say, oh my word, you know, yet another stunning view. Mm. But if you want to go from sort of like the, the lush green past to the desert, as we did, to the busy cities, to sort of the countryside where it feels that like it hasn't changed for thousands of years. I think that's what it is for me. I mean, I've never been to Morocco before. First time for me. And the, the takeaway is definitely that contrast. Travelling here... As I said, I haven't been here before, so I didn't really know what to expect. You know, the, the border crossings take a bit more toll mm-hmm. as you may expect. But apart from that, it, it still feels like a, you know a, a mainland way to travel. But once we're in Proco, it's, it's sort of you know I'll do like an adventure every day, and you can sort of
0: tailor each day to what we want to do. What about our experience in the desert? How did you feel when we rocked up and pitched up outside that sand dune? I
4: I absolutely fine. I mean it was going to be a, a totally new experience, but yeah, I mean everything worked. The caravans, vehicles, it's great. Mm. And uh, everyone, really, the Moroccans, the locals, all been so
0: accommodating and friendly. Mm. Mm. And you had the full caravan experience, you actually showered in the caravan in the desert. Very well done. Yeah, I th- I think for me the desert
3: part it was less state the obvious first, shall we? Very well, we, we went in in March. It was still hot, still 35 degrees. Mm. In the summer, it gets up to 52, apparently. Yeah, best in July and August. No, exactly. I think that's best avoided. Yeah. And the other obvious thing is that sand does get everywhere. But, you know, that, that's all part of it. We, we were just sort of 100 yards off the road, down by McDonald's off the A52. It took us, what, best oh, part of an hour? We were five five miles from the nearest road. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we had some serious off-roading. And I think that the one th- one takeaway f- from that part of the trip was, you know, we're driving on the roads. But it's, it's a practice route for the Dakar Rally. We've got sand rails and bikes going around on the same tracks so that we're towing two standard Bailey caravans along. Mm. Mm. But don't think you can have air conditioning fitted, because
4: out
0: in the desert, there's nothing to power it. That's a good point. The SE needs. We work fairly you no. it. I think there are some there are some campsites, not so much in the desert, like in the town we were in, Mohammed was a hotel with a with a camp, camping area and I think they probably had electrics if you needed that. Provided uh, you, there's a fat bridge yeah, to yeah, power everything, yeah, yeah. something so that would need to be checked. That might have been a more, wouldn't have been quite the same experience as feeling as remote as we did, I don't think. Uh, I think that's a nice segue to, to into campsites, that so it was yes. done purposefully.
3: Yeah, well, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, mean, I think some of uh. the campsites we've stayed in, like the one in Marrakesh, even sort of freshly cli- clipped Florida grass. and mm swimming pool mm. restaurant I mean it couldn't have been nice yeah there we go some of the the country ones which, which are very rusty oh the sea so again you know back to, I mentioned it's a country contrast but
0: that follows on with the campsites as well yeah and we were fine because we had our own facilities were you surprised at how busy the campsites were
4: yes yes the, the number of motor very very few caravans, mm. like two <laughs> hours yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the campsites were almost like car parks there was mm. a lot of you Regulation. Apart from the one in which you didn't see, but yeah, yeah, yeah the rest have been but, fairly simple. Yeah, well, it's yeah. in the UK, we're used to having a good distance between mm. outfits, but
0: there yeah. it's, say, literally yeah, it, like a car park. They don't, because you <laughs> they don't comply that's, to the yeah. camera and club regulations, that's for sure. But it, it, it works, and I was just really impressed with how many people are touring a place like Morocco, a place that we thought was, well, it is new and different to us, but clearly a lot of people do. do. We haven't seen many Brits, though, have we? No, they've been a bit, bit few and far between, mm. great to see the Dutch here, I think on every single trip I've ever done ever <laughs> yeah. in my life,
3: I've, I've always seen at least one Dutch couple mm. and, and you know they were sort of scattered throughout Morocco but mm. yeah again it, it was surprisingly busy, it's a popular destination, it can be an incredibly cost-effective place to visit, you've only got that 90 minute crossing from Spain which mm. makes it easy as we're recording this, we're on our way back on the ferry, and, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a good sailing So I think whatever you want to do, whether you want to go for a couple of days, a couple of months,
0: I I think it's an easy thing to dip into. Yeah, I agree. I think the whole thing has been a lot easier than I expected. The the travelling, the roads. I I know we came a bit of a security route back, which was a bit off-roady, but the main roads, the motorways, are European standards throughout. Yeah,
3: and I hope Dorset Council are listening. The Moroccan roads are far better than our roads in Dorset, so top marks for
0: that. Same with Free Sussex, actually.
3: (laughs) I think Nottinghamshire would top the lot.
0: No, but that's really impressive. That's not what I was expecting of Morocco. I was expecting a much poorer experience. Yeah, yes. But it is a land of contrast, isn't it? We've seen oh, some people yes. living in very simple or basic surroundings. It's not like Spain, it is very different. Yeah, and it is so different in such a short space of time. As we went through
3: Grabat, which he's home to the King of Morocco, we went past his palace, which, which is absolutely immaculate guarded every 50 yards and then within half an hour you see a complete contrast to that with people living their lives incredibly differently so
0: yeah I would agree with that completely Mm. so would you say it was a trip to remember definitely yeah 100% there's always too much to remember yeah Uh, yeah you know I'm trying to think
3: back now correctly you know we've only been two weeks and uh, there's too much to take in yeah I think it would take a while to process especially that journey over the the Atlas Mountains both the first part where the tarmac ran out for miles and miles, we were on a on your sort of stereotypical mountain route, and then over the high atlas this way we had sort of all the tarmac front road. Yeah, all of that—that's mm. the bit I was looking forward to,
0: mm. and it certainly did disappoint. Uh, thank, thank goodness for photographs. Yeah, true, true. No, but I, the whole thing has been stunning. I think. Yes, that was really, really, really good. Cool. Well, we the trip's not over yet. We've still got uh, a pleasure of travelling through Spain and staying in a couple of interesting places. Oh no, Gibraltar, Gibraltar tonight, of course. Yes. Again, it will see. You know, you'll be able, probably be able to see Morocco from where we are. Mm.
3: So again, back to the contrast thing. The contrast of Gibraltar. Yeah. You know, looking at Morocco, remembering what
0: we've done. Mm. Mm. I didn't realise that the gap between Morocco and Africa and Spain was actually so narrow that we could be would be able to clearly see both continents from each side. yeah Yeah, absolutely cool okay guys thanks very much enjoy the rest of the trip and we'll catch maybe catch up with you later thank you so we're still on the ferry from morocco to spain i've got two more guests that have been on this amazing trip with us which is tash from the youtube channel life beyond bricks and cameron from not another white box cool so you guys joined us well after marrakesh slightly different times so cameron came to the desert as well Ashley joined us in Wazazat, so you, you started your experience at the south end of the country. Tell me what your first impressions were and, and how, it's all, how it's all been for you.
5: Yeah, it was, it was really surreal because we, we arrived by plane in the dark, mm. didn't really know anything about our surroundings. Next morning, suddenly we're going to breakfast and climbing this massive hill, and it was the set where they filmed Gladiator, and it was about as Moroccan as it got, I thought, until that point. Yeah, you're really into the deep end yeah and then the very same day we set off and went into the desert and uh, it was just a real you you can't really explain the contrast of each part of the country we've moved through you've got you know the severity of the desert and then you've got the greenness of the north of it Mm -hmm. and everything in between and and the gorges that we've been to and all that Mm -hmm. kind of thing it's been every day we kind of thought we peaked with the desert but really that was just one bit of it Mm -hmm rest of it's been just as interesting. Any cool task.
6: Yeah, I'd agree with you, actually. Arriving in the dark, no idea what's happening, trying to get to your passport, coming in on that scary little plane on my own as well. Yeah. So I had, I had no idea what was going on. And it was just surreal, because 24 hours after I was checking in from Gatwick, I was sat at the top of the Dadez Gorge, having lunch with everybody, and it was all a bit much to take in. But I would also agree that I think, seeing the contrast of all the different places we drove through, even on like the first day or two that I was here, really took me by surprise. And I think I've fallen in love with Morocco a little bit, actually.
0: Yeah. I must say, the scenery all around has surprised me as well. And the contrast between the north and south couldn't be greater, could
5: it? No, I mean, I remember probably about 15 years ago, Practical Caravan magazine did an an article. Someone took an Airstream to Morocco. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And I remember seeing the photos and thinking, I really want to go there. Yeah, I think that inspired me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and everybody's kind of said over the years, every time I mentioned it, don't go there, it's really rough and you're going to have loads of problems. Mm. And, And We've been waved through every single police checkpoint, haven't we? We've always found somewhere to stop. I've never really felt threatened or intimidated by the people. In fact, quite the opposite. Everyone's so nice mm. and welcoming and mm. school kids at the side of the road waving at you. I mean, yeah. I guess most of these people have probably never seen a touring caravan because <laughs> motorhome is a big business here, but mm. caravans
0: yeah. aren't. No, no. We, well, we've seen one other uh, the, the last night's the night that yeah. uh, campsite out the night before last. No, they do seem to be rare. It's ninety nine point nine percent motorhomes, Yeah. And, but I'm also—I don't know about you, but I was surprised at how busy the campsites have been as well.
6: Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm quite surprised at how they pack them in, yes. <laughs> as well. It's, yes. uh, it's definitely been a shock compared to what we used to back in the UK. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like you say. I was kind of a bit nervous if you read up on the, the sort of official, you know, guidelines online to come to. I was almost a little bit nervous. but Once I got here, I haven't felt, you know, I felt perfectly fine the whole time. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the, the people have been, they just seem so grateful that you're here and they're so happy to show you, yeah. try and help you.
0: I think if you're friendly
5: to them, they've been very friendly back, haven't I, they? I'm, and I say, I, I feel, I have felt completely safe everywhere, really. I think, I think as well, so many people, it is such a popular tourist country, you know, destination mm. I, and you would fly out and stay in a resort and you'd see a, a, a cute town and that's it. The amount that we've seen doing it mm-hmm. by road, from you know, the, the really poverty-stricken villages with the little workshops and keeping amazing cool old cars down forever, yeah. Yeah. right look for driving past the Palace Royale and, and going into fairs, we've seen everything we, you just would never see no. if you flew there and stayed.
6: Yeah, it just reiterates why I like road trips yeah. as opposed to flyaway holidays now.
5: Yeah, so would you recommend this as a road trip?
6: Oh, 110%. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I agree. I agree. No, we've seen some people living in pretty basic circumstances. It's quite almost shocking, isn't it? But yeah. People, cool. Any other thoughts? Any other impressions?
6: No. I like the food. <laughs> all the food I've had so far. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. It's quite flavor mm-hmm. Again, it's not scary at all. Mm-hmm. There's never been anything where you're like, what is this and we've been really lucky to try some uh, amazing places out here and mm. um, a lot of the pagine to all the different varieties you get you know if i can go with the new sauce. it's just been fantastic mm. and when they shared their fast breaking meal with us and we got to have the the official fast. you know just all these things that they were so happy to, to share
0: with yeah them. so that's that's a good point i do the second half of our trip has been uh, it's been ramadan so most of the people as we've probably seen morocca has probably been a bit quieter than normal because they have to fast all day long, no food, no drink, etc. So a lot of the shops are shut during the day, but it's still giving us a great experience.
6: Oh yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I've missed out on any, any experience here. But I was actually quite apprehensive because, obviously, I kind of assumed that there might not be anything for us to eat or drink, drink or it might not be as easy Sorry. to, to get hold of. But you know, considering that they're not eating themselves, mm. they just couldn't have been all,
5: you know. Yeah, physical. and that was the beauty of having our own facilities and 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 in the caravan. Yeah, that that was that. that was the real thing for me. Obviously, we've stayed on a mixture of proper campsites and stopovers and even literally in the middle of the desert. Mm. And the caravan has been that constant comfort of that. We've got our own shower with hot water, our like, crushing toilet, our own beds with our own bedding. Yeah. And we had that bizarre moment where that day we landed, and, like I said, it was really intense and we drove out to the desert and you produce that box of Yorkshire tea for <laughs> myself and Nigel and we were just sat around in, in the caravan in the desert drinking this Yorkshire tea and then suddenly um, the guy with the line of camel's walks past the window and we just looked at each other and just hysterically laughing thinking this is so bizarre yeah. it's yeah. so familiar
0: yet foreign at the same time. Yeah. So altogether, an unforgettable caravan and motorhome experience. Absolutely yeah.
6: Oh, 100%. I mean, just go back on what you said, I must admit, actually having the motorhome has been a comfort. Yeah. Even though it's not my motorhome, it's familiar to me. It's it's an easy setup.
5: We both said the same thing about staying in the hotel that first night when you're tired and it's a very unfamiliar hotel. And they have been very up and down in that quality of them, haven't they? <laughs> um, yes. To get settled into the caravan or the motorhome, yep. when everything is as you would you know, expect it to be, mm-hmm. and it's reliable, it's dependable yeah and i'm also really impressed with how they've held up some of the roads have been truly awful
6: I, I just can't believe that we've bought sort of two motorhomes a caravan 30 standard, apart yeah. from what the set of off-road, off-road
5: tires yes. that's it really. and that's it and yeah i absolutely. mean it made a mockery of uh, the ones in the desert you're calling in with their massive really expensive rvs that were off-road vehicles yes it's, you know look like they could survive anything and then we just pulled in with two yeah. hands on a motor. <laughs> yeah.
6: yeah, I think that was quite a that was quite a funny moment actually when we yeah. were up in was it mountains on that literally yes. the surface yeah. of the moon it felt like and then we passed that massive overlander yeah. and we sort of pulled up for lunch and it was just yeah like you say it was absolutely you
5: know, it's incredible. it's almost it's almost like a, a misconception that you need that kind of vehicle to come here and we have seen the worst of the roads. happen. Yeah, absolutely, but on, on you know. purpose as well. We yeah. deliberately met, yeah. left the main road we deliberately chose a bit
0: of a back route really that, that, that probably most tourists don't take on because on the way down we set to motorways all the way down to Casablanca and Marrakesh etc and and the last bit today was a really good motorway as well mm-hmm. wasn't it so you can stick to motorways and really good surfaces because I think
5: overall I'd say the condition of the roads is excellent it is, actually. Yeah. That's the surprising thing. Even right into the desert, we were just on a yeah. tarmac road. Yeah. And then just turned off, and even though we were on a track, Satnav actually recognised it. Amazing. It was warning us that we needed a four-wheel drive to proceed. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it just
6: <laughs> went anyway.
0: It was quite a, but, Actually, that route that we took back over the mountains did say not recommended for caravans yeah, and i can
5: see why <laughs> i mean that the time is a bit apprehensive when we say oh john the staff says not suitable for caravans you just spent oh good yeah excellent <laughs> and i'd just
6: like to say as well, i was feeling really quite proud for myself considering that obviously they roll i know turning the caravans a challenge but in a four-wheel drive vehicle, vehicle yes, whereas true. myself Steena managed to get that two-wheel drive like three and a half ton motorhide up and down those roads,
5: yeah, we well, people. it was a proper Top Gear Bolivia special, I, I, road, wasn't it?
6: And you know what? I enjoyed it. That was really a faith day so far. It so, was just insane, y- and you're rewarded with the most amazing views. Yeah, but yeah, it again, going back to what you said myself. My motorhome is you know, it's an A class, it's not got any fancy tummies, it's not got anything, it's got air suspension. That's it and people always say, oh you can't go hilly, you can't do that, you can't take your right yeah. home there. And I just find, me and my husband just find a challenge and this just, I love this because it proves our point that mm. you don't have to have this big open that you know, literally it's only your imagination and potentially your skill that will limit you.
0: Yeah. yeah, you need to be a fairly confident driver or to, yeah. to do it.
5: I, th- I think as well, off, off the back of that, it's, it's not just the fact that it can go, it's the fact that they provide such comfort where wherever we yeah. have been going it's yeah. taken that stress of are we going to find the hotel all the time are we you know what's the room going to be like what's the water going to yeah. be like yeah. yeah we've got everything of our own yeah, yeah. i think that's Absolutely. what's made it
6: come in taking this challenge on yeah because obviously it's quite nerve-wracking you know from say from a, a personal perspective of Going away for you know just over a week with people I don't we know that I've met a few times you know Mm -hmm. in a small space and just going out to the middle of Morocco
0: No, I agree. You were (laughs) very (laughs) brave.
6: And you know, but I think you know all of us were. But it's just I think having the vehicles has made it a lot more relaxing because it's that little bit of familiarity. Where I'm actually quite in my comfort zone in that part of it, so it felt like I could take. The rest of rest it, yeah. and so I I've actually enjoyed that, and I'm feeling quite proud of myself. Actually,
5: i quite right too. I, I completely agree. I, completely agree. I, th- I think as well, we had that, that contrast of myself and Tasha joined later. Yes, the whole had to get on the train, train was delayed yeah. to get to the airport, go through security four times, get yeah. that yeah. terrifying pilot uh, plane that, <laughs> that was little flight made in the 70s, <laughs> <laughs> you, know. But, and, uh, you know. And you know, then we arrive at the hotel, and we, we, we started that thing in my hotel where the ceiling came down while we were at breakfast and <laughs> ruined all my clothes to get in the caravan felt like it felt amazing didn't yeah it? it was it was like you reached your safe space all
6: definitely cause that's what i think my motorhome is this has now proved to me that it doesn't have to be my motorhome i think it's just the it's that concept it's the concept of it that has become a safe space mm. so yeah i would, i would like to say doing that on two flights
5: it's, it's like we actually got to experience it how "Quote unquote," normal people would do it—flying out, get yep. to the airport, mm-hmm. and then we got to do it how we do it. Yeah, and, and it was—it was experiencing both. I found the flying so stressful with the connecting flight, trying to get the train there and all the stops in London. Yeah. two different trains. And
6: I did as well. It yeah. happened to actually, you know, think about what you're packing, think about the fact that you've got to carry. Yeah, it, it has def- reiterated that I've definitely chose the right lifestyle for travel because it speaks me down to the ground and what you were saying about arriving at the hotel and everything, I don't know about yourself, but feeling a bit out of sorts for the first thing? Yes. Because yeah. you were coming into quite a well-oiled machine. Everyone mm. had already been out here for a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, so yeah, once, once I moved to the, the motorhome on the Sunday morning, like, I was like, right, this is it,
5: let's go. Even as simple as when we've been on the road for hours, and we, we just stop where we want. And you go in the caravan, you can wash your hands, you can freshen yourself up, and then mm. get back in the car and do it again. And it's, it's a
0: completely different experience to doing
5: it. Yeah. Was right when I met up with Nigel at the airport and I've been wearing my coat and sweating buckets and carrying this big bag around, Yes, it was just added to the stress of the situation. Yeah. Cool. Cool.
0: Well, it's not over yet. We've, we're now going to travel from the very bottom of Spain right to the top where we get our ferry back to the UK. So we've got a lot more countryside to see. It's not over yet.
6: Excellent. I just want to add in a massive thank you, firstly to Bailey for inviting me on this trip. I'm still quite surprised I got that invitation, not once but twice. <laughs> I was I was really chuffed to be a part of it, and it's been incredible. And also, I find it really, I genuinely find it really impressive that they actually do these trips because I don't see any other manufacturers kind of putting their vehicles through these paces. Um, it, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Hats off.
0: And you're here with with staff from Bailey as well. You, You've got Simon Howard, marketing director, Christina, marketing manager, and we have also had Nick, Nick Howard, the the MD as well.
6: It's been quite surreal actually, mm. sitting down to have dinner really casually with people that I've recognised for many years of following the leisure industry. Yeah, you know, including some of the journalists as well as T TV And it's been quite surreal that I'm just sat around having dinner with the RAW. You know, when when Simon was emptying our toilet the other day, that was a very surreal moment. It wasn't it wasn't our toilet by the way. It was <laughs> from when we moved into the motorhome. Yeah, but he offered to freshen it up so that we had
5: very hands-on. Christina,
6: very hands-on. And it's yeah, it's I think surreal.
5: has been. Yeah, well, you slotted straight in, so I'll... Thank you. I would probably say, for those who are listening who have not seen my content, what I do, my thing is I've got a vintage caravan from the 60s, so I am completely removed from the modern caravan industry. To me, I love my vintage ones. It's all about caravan design, history of caravanning. I am staggered at how well these have you know, lived up to the hype about the strength of the construction, the design, and... I've spent all this time saying they don't build them like they used to. <laughs> and I've really been forced that's to eat, eat my words about this. <laughs> yeah. And stay in a white box. And stay in a white box as well. Yes, yeah, cool. And then, Even though it has got a camel down the side. Yeah, it's, got, it's got, got a little bit of thing about it. Yeah. But, but yeah, again, going back to what Tash says, manufacturers tend to not put their money where their mouth is and put mm. their vehicles through such intense testing. In. And, you know, for whatever you, you see of the trip on camera, whatever you you hear about we say to actually experience it and see that nothing got covered up there was no you know let's build these models especially for the desert they're completely standard apart from the tires and the solar panel on the roof and and the point was simon said the whole week we do want you to, to drive them to the limit. We do want to go off the main road and try them. And there was a little bit of that, well, they won't really make it to the desert. But once we cracked that, it was like the glove was off. How can we break these caravans in yeah. this matter it, We did have a good attempt on that mountain road. road. Yeah. One of, well, both the caravans got airborne at one point. One of the, the roads. The yeah. De- yeah. yeah, I was, uh, I
6: was just going to say, there's a picture, actually, I've just, just uploaded that Alan had taken. And he's caught it just the right moment. You can actually see that one of the wheels of the caravan Off the ground, clean left the road, clean left the road as you kind of going round one of the bends, and it's just it's just fantastic. It just sums up like to me that moment sums up what this trip has kind of been about
5: yeah absolutely and and, and like i said it it was simon kept insisting all week you know we're here to test them and every day we've arrived at the campsite he said you know what breakages has there been and it's it's almost been a joke when you open the caravan door expecting to see the whole thing in bits a scatter cushion's fallen over Uh, yeah the towels come off the cooker and it's bizarre really when you've lived through the journey we've done Mm. to see that they've been so strong and durable they could definitely stand the average customer that's going to take them to the coast for two weeks summer yeah. summer that in britain <laughs>
6: yeah because i think you're right i think the other two things in the home that major need looking at i've got nothing to do with this trip they're just you know accidental things that have that have happened like a blinders cup dismounted which is easy fixable yeah. you know not like what i was expecting where like the microwaves on the floor or you know <laughs> you, you're going over seven thrones it's quite incredible actually
5: I think I think in the caravan we've had the jockey wheel got damaged leaving the desert, which again is their fault, and that is literally it. They even survived someone riding their bike into the side of them in <laughs> So we've got, we've got the hand marks down the side that tell me. Really, yeah, but, but yeah, excellent. No, just road trips are great, aren't they?
0: I just I could just carry on forever, really. We've got to go home, unfortunately. I
6: know. Yeah. All it's doing is making me want.
5: Me too. I want to go home? Yeah.
6: Round up John and the cats and I'm home. Just yeah. get
5: straight back out again. That's the thing. We've not been abroad with the caravan since pre-COVID, yeah. and uh, we've said many times this trip, actually being forced to come, now with with you know for this reason. Oh, I can't wait to go abroad again. Yeah. Yeah. It's really? it's so different to, to caravaning in grit. Not as anything wrong with it. No, no, no. yeah. yeah. The, the laid-back nature of of everything over here, the friendliness and that multiculturalism as well, mm. finding that common ground with campus from our over Europe is so easy to do, but so rewarding as well. Yeah, I just like the vibe on the campus, you've got all those different
0: nationalities, yeah. French, Italian, Austrian, Swiss, German, Got anyone else? Polish? There's been, yeah. Yeah. been everywhere, apart from British, not many, not many British. I
6: was going to say, and the funny thing is, the only, I think, out of the all British people I spoke to, one of them recognised from social media wow. and the other two came from a town that's like eight miles away from where I used to come from so it's like what are the chances <laughs> the world
5: is very small isn't it yeah.
6: so yeah it's been incredible and the variety of vehicles my favorite thing about travel is yeah. you know I don't care I know there's a joke about caravans versus my but when it boils down to I don't actually care about that sort of stuff it's about coming together because you all have something in common and every camp that we've been to there's been such a variety of you know car camping to tents to overlanders to i love that yeah favorite thing i think
5: i've kind of enjoyed the fact that got like you say all these different motorhomes usually and and these overland serious off-road vehicles and you know they're incredible to look at they're so various incredible machinery yeah Yeah. then we roll in with two (laughs) caravans, and it's like (laughs) something's come from mars (laughs) the way that they've never seen an aqua roll before I'm, I'm watching so us much... hitch up because they've not seen somebody do it it's exactly
6: just... there's so much so much interest everyone over yeah. past us all there's quite a slowed down had an chat like it's yeah didn't expect to get that much attention really
0: at all brilliant well this could be an episode in yourself but we better finish there because yes. i've got <laughs> to catch up with simon at some stage brilliant enjoy the rest of the trip and thank you very much thank you, Cheers. Thank you. so we're literally in the last few hours of the Sahara Challenge now. We are somewhere in the Bay of Biscay on the Brittany Ferries crossing from Bilbao back to Portsmouth. We had a bit of a choppy night last night, but we've woken to calm seas this morning. So I thought it was a really good opportunity to catch up with Christina Dorador, the marketing manager and Simon Howard, marketing director from Bailey to wrap up the trip and talk about some, maybe, well, let's start with some of our highlights. Christina, you've done a lot of towing and driving of the motorhome, etc. How how was Morocco? What, what experience have you found?
7: But I think at the at the beginning, especially when we arrived at the north of Morocco, the the roads were really good. The the motorways were like European standard, and they were they were great. So I think that gave us the confidence for the challenges that were were to come after. I think. I would say that 60 70 percent of the roads were really good but then the, the, we did have some challenge conditions like road conditions like a mix of like tarmac and and
0: oh, that that was partly our choice though was we did choose yes. a, an off-road it's yeah quite off, a, a more minor road on the way back which was, 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 yeah. which was great fun it was basically our fault yes <laughs> we, we, we consciously chose the route <laughs> saying not caravan friendly yeah yeah, yeah. 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 because that's, we like challenges <laughs> but it's great. I mean, it obviously was good for
8: everyone in terms of testing their driving skills and mm. some, some new drivers. They equipped themselves really well. And from our point of view, it just shows that the vehicles were up to the test. Absolutely. So this, some of those unmade mounted yeah. pros were very, very challenging. Yeah. The caravans towed by the Ford and the Rangers were absolutely great. And even the, the two wheel drive Ford based Adamo attacked yeah. conditions admirably.
0: Yeah, Chris, you were driving the motor I'm over those roads. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, what, but obviously, the, we've had a lot of amazing experiences. But what, what's the business reason behind behind doing the trip? Are You're you generating lots of content, etc.
7: Yeah, I think it, it gives like uh, amazing content that we will use not just now but throughout the years to to come. Also, it's, it's very inspiring to see how people at the campsites and at home and all the comments on social media have been so positive and, and one of the reasons of this trip was to inspire people to. to to see that they can do anything in the modern caravas, and we certainly have seen that already. Not not only in, on social media, but also in, in the camps when we've met like people from from all over the world, and that's that's, that's been amazing. Mm. Also, as Simon said, to show that it's it's a test, it's a it's a unique test for the product, a real live test, and certainly we've learned a lot from 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 these as well. So yeah, I think. Yeah, that and,
8: and we enjoy, really enjoy using the vehicles as much as our customers. It's mm-hmm. The comments we get, they're really pleased to see the manufacturer out there engaging with the product. Absolutely. We enjoy it. But I all point it, it is very hard work. It's not a holiday, yeah. <laughs> I think there's anyone that to the contrary. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's these long days and we're, we're constantly on the move. We get to see some fantastic parts of the country. Mm-hmm. But every time I go, it just whets my appetite. For international. travel want to come back to the place of it and just perhaps spend a bit more time exploring them because really we've just touched the surface of Morocco I feel
0: yeah although we have seen a, a lot campsites as well varied varied quality well uh, yeah I'd say so. rustic charms in terms, charms of, in terms of facilities being mm. yeah but all perfectly doable oh, absolutely. I think that's what we were we were trying to show that a trip like this is mm-hmm. is very doable and we've done it in, in standard products
8: exactly adam yeah. because self contained caravan with yeah kitchen shrimp if the site for services are what well, you hope they might be, <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's <enough about> <laughs> uh, and then you can obviously use your onboard. Uh, yeah, so uh, but it, it's worked really well. We've got a really good mix of team, yeah, daily team. We've had a really good round of those journey of social media influencers, so lots of people,
0: yeah, and industry uh, promoting yes. the trip, yeah, their, their
8: social media channels and, and covering different aspects of the trip. So, hopefully, it was pristine because it's just going to inspire people yeah. to travel to rock, because it was very, very straightforward. The, the, the yeah. very, it's one and a half hours, it's shorter than the day to Calais trip, and it's a roll-on roller ferry, yep. as you'd find when you're travelling to Plemang, so very, very straightforward.
0: Yeah, yeah, all our planning was worthwhile, it all, it all went very smoothly, man.
8: Well, I, I, I'd like to say I've had nothing to do, thank you very <laughs> much to you guys who organised the trip, and thank you very much for your efforts, because without it, it wouldn't happen.
0: Well, uh, let me finish by saying thank you very much for having the initiative to do it, because not a lot of people do trips like this to demonstrate the product, so yeah, well done, Bailey. Thank you very much, yes. and thanks, John. Thanks for all yeah. that was okay. Cool. Thank you. So that's it. That does bring us to the end of the Sahara Challenge. I hope you've enjoyed listening to people's comments. If you want to see a bit more behind-the-scenes stuff, we've had a photographer and video crew following the whole trip. So it's well worth looking at... um, the Bailey Bristol YouTube channel and on the baileybristol.co.uk website for more details or to search for, also search for hashtag Sahara Challenge or Sahara Challenge 2 and you'll catch up with everyone's photos, comments from along the trip. It really, really has been been, been fantastic. I think Morocco has just surpassed all my expectations actually and the, the people we've seen along the way, it's been a lot more manageable than I think. I was expecting it to be really pleased with the outcome and delighted that we're all back in one piece to be able to tell the tale. So look out for that video, well worth watching. And next week, it's back to normal. I have an interview with somebody from the industry and I'll share details in due course. Thank you, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It'd be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.